0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, and happy World Mental Health Month. This is a time for us to reflect and figure out how we can improve our mental health and just become aware of the issues that we face in our community. So today, I want to discuss with you guys vicarious trauma. It is something that happens to most of us and kind of talk about the effects based on things that are happening in our world. So vicarious trauma is witnessing a traumatic event or even just having knowledge of the event and how it negatively impacts mental health. Now, previously this term was used for mental health providers, first responders, medical professionals, those who work with trauma on a consistent basis. However, now, research is saying that we can all experience vicarious trauma. Now vicarious trauma is increased because we all have access to the internet and social media. So it's not just we are seeing events on the evening news or maybe on the radio, it is that we see it all the time. We open our social media and we see stories shared. Maybe you're like me and you have CNN on your phone so that on my watch when there's breaking news, I get it regardless of what's going on. And I could be in a session or um, at home just doing anything and I automatically see something pop up. So it isn't as intentional as it used to be. Now it's all around us. And I want to talk about how that impacts our community. So when we are constantly inundated with news, whether it be COVID or anything, we're experiencing that, right? When we watch videos and we see pictures, we're experiencing those things. And within probably what the past five to 10 years, we have seen an increase in violence towards Um, our community members, especially our black males. And so with the increase in access to social media, we're now seeing these things. So previously the violence maybe hasn't increased, but it's increased in our accessibility to seeing it. So we've seen pictures of bodies or we've seen videos of heinous crimes and we are getting immune to that, right? We see it and, and we still might take it in as it is important and it saddens us, but we also, it becomes part of our everyday culture. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't ever want that to be part of everyday life or culture for me to see a black female or a black male getting shot or or watching videos, seeing pictures to be normalized. We are getting to the point where we are actively watching racism and discrimination on the news, or in social media and that impacts us. No matter who you are, even if you have no relation to them, we are impacted by that. So of course, um, Ahmad, who this situation happened I think in February, we're all now seeing it. And I'm sure many of you listening have probably watched the video. It is all over all of my social media platforms and I have not watched it one time. Um, That is something that I have chosen not to do that is um, not healthy for me. I don't feel like it will be productive for me to watch that for my own mental health. And I think it's just getting to the point that we're traumatizing ourselves. You know, there are situations and traumatic events that are happening in the world, and yet we're continuing to experience those things through social media, through videos. And so with all that is going on, that brings up the same feelings and experiences as if we were experiencing the trauma firsthand. So what I mean by that is seeing the videos, seeing images, hearing about the stories, they bring up a lot of feelings. There can be feelings of anger, sadness, um, fear, anxiety, Um, whatever it is for you, and then it changes the way we react, right? Um, We become more anxious probably when we run, and that was a somewhat novel event to people. I know people on my social media who run every day, and I'm pretty sure that the Black community, when they just go jogging, will think before they go do it. Um, They may have... I'm not going to say as as far as a flashback, but you could have um, certain memories or certain thoughts after watching that video that will come back um, and impact you. You could change the way that you navigate life based off of these videos and images that we're seeing. And that isn't necessarily healthy for us, you know, as a mother, wife, daughter, sister, cousin, friend, whatever it is, I'm impacted as well. You know, um, my husband and I had a conversation about the fear that I have when he just gets in a car and just wants to go riding just to get a breath of fresh air. And the first thing that comes to my mind is what if he doesn't come home because something happens to him because of another person or a police officer? You know, I think about that with um brothers that I have and, you know, just other Black males in my life, that that could be them. And so that is a reaction that I recognize is more intensified because of the things that I'm seeing. And I think as people, especially with everything going on in the world, we have to figure out how can we protect our mental health? How do we protect our peace? What can we do during these times to help ourselves. And the first thing we should do is to watch what we watch. I know that we have a tendency to sensationalize things and we want to look at it and, you know, we want to see what's going on. You know, the negative media always attracts us, but it also impacts us it also maybe isn't as healthy. So I really encourage you guys when things like this happen to really think about what you're looking at and what you're watching um, because you're not completely aware in the moment how it will impact you. The next thing is to process your emotions. That can be in different ways. Um, I always, always, always tell my clients that all emotions are good. Whatever emotion you're having, you have the right to experience them in the way that you need to experience them. So it could be that you talk it out. Maybe you have a support system that you call and you just want to talk about what's going on and talk about your reactions to um, this situation. Maybe it's that you talk to a mental health professional if you see fit. Maybe it's that you write down your emotions to get it out. But I definitely think as a community, we have to figure out how we can maintain through this and how we protect our peace because during these times, it's harder with the pandemic and all the extra stress that we're dealing with. The next thing is finding things to self-soothe. So what self-soothe is, it's identifying our senses and things that we can use with our five senses that help us relax. So for example, one of our senses is touch. So maybe you have a pet and you decide that you wanna play with your pet and you wanna pet your pet and the sensation of you petting them is relaxing to you. Maybe you have a favorite blanket that you want to lay under while you're in the house. Maybe you self-soothe through um, thinking about sight. So maybe you watch a TV show that you like. Maybe you go outside, it's springtime and trees, flowers, all that is blooming. Maybe you go outside and look at those things. Maybe for taste, You um, go get your favorite smoothie, go get your favorite food, um, eat some ice cream, do something that makes you feel better. Because at the end of the day, we have to um, figure out how we can identify and know that these are traumatic experiences and how we're going to work through them because we will be changed by these. There will be different ways that we are all impacted as a community whether or not it is a person that um, is directly impacted by that. I feel for all of you who have um, black males, whether that's your father, your husband, significant other, your child, your brother, your cousin, your uncle, whoever it is in these times because it can be really stressful. And for those of you who are black males, know that we are here for you and we see you and we hear you. And it is really important for you guys to process your emotions through this. It isn't just your support system that needs help with it. It's you as well. It's really important that you talk to your friends about it. I know that's not a typical guy conversation to have, but it's really healthy to talk about it with someone. Um, You can get mental health services to just talk to people, get a counselor to talk through some of the frustration, some of the anxiety, some of the um, shame, and even feeling like this is something that's bothering me. So I really encourage you guys to talk it out. I know that that is often counterintuitive to what we've been taught. You know, we deal with things, we hold it in, we're strong, we can manage, you know, there are people who've gone through worse than us, but being dealing with vicarious trauma is something and it is important and it's something that you guys should not ignore and you should figure out ways to help you work through that through protecting your mental health and protecting your peace so I really hope that you guys gained something from this I know this of course wasn't long at all and so hopefully it's something that's easy to listen to but you guys feel normalized in whatever emotions you guys are feeling with this but you also feel like you have some tools or ways to assist in this again as always please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions concerns if you need resources or something that I can connect you with so that you can improve your mental health during this time so thank you for listening and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day